Hi there. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Hardy Realty Show. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street in downtown Rome. We work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. And here on the Hardy Realty Show, we celebrate the good and positive things going on in our community. So thank you so much for listening. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and our Hardy Realty representative on this show is Michelle Reichert. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Michelle with one L. Michelle with one L. <laughs> How are you? What's going on? I'm good. Yeah, things good at Hardy. Things are great at Hardy. Entering the uh, the Halloween and holiday season. We what, are. What does the, that mean for you guys? Just the public um, community service projects are um, really fun in the fall to me. So I think we have a lot of agents involved in a lot of activities in the fall and coming into Christmas and the holiday season. So it's um, full speed at Hardy. Yeah. Rome is such a vibrant town. There's always something going on. Weekends are jam-packed with stuff. And you, yeah, and you guys are you guys touch a lot of it. And it all. Yeah. <laughs> we try to be. We enjoy it. Um, well, would you mind introducing our guest today and what we're here to talk about? Yeah. This is Julie Smith with Tread. Hi, Julie Smith with Tread. Hi, guys. <laughs> Julie's a veteran of the podcast here. I uh, am. So, um, broad overview as always. Tell folks who may be listening for the first time, what is Tread? We are a trail advocacy group. We formed about 10 years ago, and we have um, a very intentional acronym for our name, Trails for Recreation and Economic Development. So we know that trails benefit the community, just bring uh, a better quality of life in so many ways, whether it be recreation, mental health, economic development, pulling people from the trails to downtown, or even businesses along the trails, highlighting history. Chieftain's Museum is a good example of a great um, historical feature along the trail. Um, And then also just another facet of trails that people sometimes forget about is just transportation, right? Not everybody is lucky to have a car like we are, so they use trails to get from A to B. It's a safe space. And then we also advocate and work with the city and the county to kind of create connections, whether it be a sidewalk for people to have safe off-road um, you know, means of transportation, whether it be bike or feet. So that's kind of what we, we work closely, like I said, with the city and the county. And we advocate for more trails, um, connecting spaces, and then uh, building trails too. Well, it's funny. The first thing I think of, obviously, is recreation. But the fact that economic development is in the acronym – uh, well, that would tie into the home sales industry. Yes. Uh, I mean, is it, a, is it an asset that you guys mention when you're buying and selling homes? It is definitely something that we talk about with community tours. If people are new to Rome, um, we take them around town, and it is um, so easy to point out all the different trails, no matter what part of town you're in. Yeah, we got a lot of rivers, too. It, we point those out as well, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. The blue ways and the green ways go hand in hand, right? Yeah. If it weren't for rivers, we wouldn't have the trails. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you mentioned the you know walking past the Chieftains Museum and stuff like that. So the the connectivity, I, I kind of want to look forward and look back, but we also have got something coming up. Yes. Um, so tell us about this big event that that Hardy is behind, uh, November the twelfth coming up, a concert. Oh, it's a concert and so much more, Roger. Yes. <laughs> um, called Twilight on the Trails, and Hardy Realty has been gracious enough to be the presenting sponsor, and we're so grateful um, for that. But yeah, it's a tread fundraiser, um, and many people have not even been to the top of Jackson Hill. So this will be on the top of Jackson Hill, which is one of Rome's seven hills, um, and it will be in the historic uh, waterworks facility that was built in the late 1800s and was actually the filtration plant. So water would come up from the what we know now as the Eco Center be pumped up there. They'd put chemicals in there. There's a little chemical house 
that they used, and the water would go through this waterworks facility and then back to the citizens of Rome. So it's just a neat, beautiful old brick building. And then in 2013, the city um, put it as a SPLOS project to re-roof it. It just needed a lot of TLC. So the city's worked over the last couple of years to um, get it you know, ready for a venue. And then it's kind of languished for a little bit. And so when I presented this idea to Wendy Reed at the city, she was all about it. So I cannot thank the city of Rome public works and facilities manager, Wendy Reed and Joe Smith. Um, I can't thank them enough for what they've done to get this ready. It's going to be beautiful because the end goal really is for it to be another event space for Rome. Okay. You just happen to be the first. I do. I'm, we're the guinea pig, and I'm so grateful. Um, it's going to be stunning. All right. So the, the featured artist is Scott Thompson. Scott Thompson and the Lowdown. It's his band. If you've not heard him, um, he's fabulous. He's played all over Rome. He's played all over, really, the country. Um, he just does a great mix of lots of different uh, genres. Um, he's one of the most professional musicians. I'm biased. He's one of our best <laughs> friends. But he's just great to work with with and work for and he'll just bring some great music now um if hardy is the title sponsor is anybody from hardy singing like, no one from hardy is singing <laughs> yeah. um ooh, on stage opening a act. lot of singing oh. in the crowd yes but yes <laughs> not on stage no although we act. do have some great singers at hardy <laughs> so what is what is hardy's uh connection with tread i know you guys are you're you touch a lot in the community and that's what this show celebrates but what what drew you guys to making a connection with with tread specifically we've had a long time um partnership with tread just over the years um really appreciate what they do to bring um, we have a pretty active um hardy family so i it's so funny you talked about transportation we um my family and i walk on the trails we took the new I'm going to botch the names of them. Uh, the new post office trail. Right. Mount we, Berry. Yes. Took the bridge and we ended up all the way back downtown. So we are moving between the rivers and I want to be able to walk all the way to Martha Berry. Martha Berry office. If right. I choose. Yes. Which is great. It was yes. mind blowing to just kind of put that piece of puzzle together. Absolutely. No, you're so right. We live in College Heights and I should walk more to the office, which is actually downstairs from you yes. know, where we are right now. So you're right, just to have that ability. And so kind of to that point, though, a couple of years ago when the big snowstorm happened, remember Snow oh, yeah. Snowmageddon, and we had the bike shop on Broad Street, and um, nobody was getting anywhere. And so I walked home, Yeah, right? I, it was so nice to be able to have that option and not... In a safe way. In yeah. a safe way, right, and not be stuck in traffic. Yeah, because right. uh, I've walked that new trail as well over the yeah. bridge from behind the post office because I live in Somerville Park. And um, when near your office, actually, yes. just a block or two away. So you can walk and here. I could, yeah, but I'm too lazy. Or bike. <laughs> I'm too lazy. So, but I I walk that trail, and you you come out at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. <laughs> so you can stop and get some wings. Yes. Or you could just go watch the game. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. And and keep walking. But yeah, I I that the, the fact the fact that you have found a way to navigate these trails where. You don't cross paths with cars, right. and you don't have to wait for a traffic light. Right. That in itself is amazing. Yes, so, yes. A lot of thought went into that and planning. No, it's absolutely true. And really, that so we call it the Redmond Trail connection. That that bridge, um, the railroad bridge that you go under, yes. you know, connecting from Mount Berry to downtown. Um, that's actually why I Tread formed ten years ago, because the county commission didn't want to go after a GDOT grant for that. And so people kind of rallied and realized that really nobody was here advocating for the trails. Sure. We had trails, but nobody really kind of had a, you know, had a, a 
trail map or this is where we're going to go and this is what we want to do next. And so that's why Tread formed. And so in about a month, we came up with almost $45,000 and contributed that, put, gave that to the county and said, we're serious. And then they realized, oh, we, we need to make this happen. So it was an 80-20 match coming from GDOT. And so we came up with a good portion of that 20% match. And so in GDOT world, I mean, really $450,000 is nothing. And so the city put some money in, the county begrudgingly said, okay, if y'all are serious about this and yes, it's taken 10 years, but I mean, look, it's it's before you couldn't get downtown, right? Because trails are like fingers or here because the rivers, not like a a belt line or a green belt in Carrollton. And so you have to navigate. So then when it came time to actually build that trail nine years later, it was a $350,000 cost increase because of the time and materials and all this. And so Tread put in more money, as did the city and as did the county. So that's, you know, we really are a true public-private partnership. Where are we, like, miles-wise now? Um, uh, multi-use paved trails, um, 16 miles. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so it's like... Um, and, and they're all over. You know, the, the ones we're talking about, obviously, are convenient to us, but they're they're all over town. But you can walk... Both sides of the river, um, the levee. Uh, now I know there are official names that I'm screwing up. No, <laughs> you're right. No, it is the levee. I mean that's that is true. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Well, and you're the portion from where you walked from behind the post office to Buffalo Wild Wing and even to downtown. That's also the levee trail, you know, or the Avenue A levee trail. So it's so funny though when it rains and Ridge Ferry floods and other parts flood and people say, "Oh, it's flooded." I'm like, "There's a levee, right?" You can also walk yeah. on the levee too. And, and there are rivers and this is just what happens. So. Yeah, that's what happens. Right. Um, okay. So started 10 years ago and obviously you said, you know, the price goes up by the time we, we budget and implement and all that. What's, what's the, what are the next stages? What's the five, 10 year plan? What are you hoping to connect and that's not connected yet? What's on the grand plan? Well, and the, so immediate um, is when Mount, the current Mount Berry ends, if you've walked at North, and the city has put in a bridge. Um, so if you've walked north from the post office, so Mount Berry currently like, like, stops. Like you're walking toward the ballpark. Yes. But on the other side of the river from yes. the ballpark. Okay. So that's a city project with tread. And so um, hopefully next spring you can get on the other side of that bridge that the city just installed. Um, and so that will connect to the, it's a mouthful, the west side of the Armurchi Connector bypass bridge so where the brave stadium rv parking is yes. it'll come out in that parking lot wow and then you just get right back on ridge ferry trail and you go south that's incredible isn't that fun so yeah. it, so it will cross the river yes well actually that's big dry creek up there yeah yes. yeah 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 oh, that's right oh yeah 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 exactly cross the creek yes um so and just like i guess roads any time a new road is built in this town, they have to take into account the rivers. You guys had to take into account the rivers. So are the bridges the biggest headache And as far as you try to move forward? Or they, um, the they're big- the big, biggest expense. I mean, that's a 100-foot yeah. span bridge, and that costs roughly $300,000. Yeah. Right? So that's not cheap. Um, you know, in essence, in theory, if public works wasn't so covered up, they could go grade and pave the trail but I think what the city will end up doing is contracting that out, which is fine because Public Works has so many things going on. So that's the hope is that that will be finished next spring or summer. What what has been the feedback over the last decade as it has grown and trail by trail has gotten added? And you know, I see people out loving them. Was there was there initial 
stubbornness or did, did everybody immediately embrace the idea and the concept and, and how have things gone over the last decade? I think as we've grown as an organization, we've built capacity and I'm really intentional. Our tagline is connecting community and that's both literal and figurative, right? And so we have monthly walk and talks to pull people in because we're, so I'm not necessarily the decision maker because I'm not employed by the city or the county, right? I can kind of only sit on the sidelines and, and push city or county, hey, let's do this, here's some ideas. But what I can do is pull people together, and I like to be a connector. And so I think just by people realizing um, those connections, right, that you can go from your office to, to your house. I mean, yeah. that's awesome. And then also people meeting each other on the trail, right? And trails are also free. We, we kind of don't think about that. And they're inclusive to everybody. So there's definitely and great for pets, dog walking. Yes. <laughs> yes. So there's definitely been to groundswell because also we work closely with um, Christy Ken at the CVB. And so, um, because in the past trails really weren't promoted. So now it's a big, they're doing a big tourism push as well. So it's really, it's definitely, um, increased. Now, is there anything like better suited for bikers? Or is it all multi-purpose walking, riding, whatever you want? I mean, honestly, I really don't encourage somebody who's on a road bike to be on the trails because a the trails are narrow. You've got dog walkers, you've got leashes strung out five right. or six feet. You have kids meandering. It's it's dangerous. So really, I mean, you know, a skateboard is fine, a, a scooter if you're going slow. But for those um, those what we call them roadies on the road bikes, it's really not the best. Um, so trails are not the greatest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that. So you're really encouraging. Let's, let's keep it pedestrian and yeah. And slow riders. If you have a cruiser, a beach cruiser, and you're just kind of going along and you're meandering leisurely, then that's fine. Right. You're kind of old like me and meandering. (laughs) You said it, Ron. I didn't say it, but, um, yes, a little bit, but also to be cautious, you know, the rules of the, of the trail stay on the right. If you're on a bike, you know, use your little bell or say, you know, passing on your left. And so a lot of people are jarred and scared, but you know, that's really the only way to communicate. Yeah. All right. So what, what are the ultimate goals of what, what still needs to be connected? What are you hoping to do long-term? Okay. So then the next project after that is a County project. That was a 2017 SPLOS project that Tread partnered with the County to do, and that's the Lindale trail. And so if you think about where the health department is at the end of Kingfisher trail, there's some abandoned Norfolk Southern line that goes south to Lendale, three and a half miles. And it sort of parallels parts of Maple Avenue Road Street. Um, <laughs> and it also goes by Maple industry. Avenue, Avenue I, know, I never really know. <laughs> maple. I think people just call it Maple. Right. Um, and then it also goes by Georgia Northwestern, um, Cary, um, some of the industries down there. And so that will terminate where the train viewing station is in Lindale. There's a train viewing station in Lindale. And so if you, my boys, when they were younger, would have loved this. So literally this county has built this. It's like a rectangular gazebo and you can put on headphones and listen to the trains and the conductors and engineers talking to one another. And y'all, there's a cottage. There's a, it's a thing. People follow the trains. So that will double as the trailhead. Will your trail be along the, will you convert the abandoned track into the trail? Yes, yes, yes. So that's a rail trail. Yes. That's cool. Yes. So is that, um, that's obviously maximizing something already in in place, but have you, uh, but some of the, like the trails along the rivers didn't have that. So, right. So that has just been 
One step at a time. Yeah, figure that's it out. been in the eighties. The city saying, "Let's take this low lying riparian, you know, land by um, what we now know as Ridge Ferry, you know, by the Ustanala. Let's just pave that." So the city's kind of done it piecemeal at a time. Yes, but I will say the first rail to trail was actually uh, Georgia's first rail to trail was here. It's what we know as the Robert Redden footbridge, the American flag or oh, yeah. the lock bridge. So oh. that was. You know, that was the old Central of Georgia Railroad. And so in 1976, they converted that to the trail. 1976? Yes. I remember that. <laughs> I was two. So, but anyway, that's kind of exciting. That's very exciting. I know. Yeah. Some little dorky trivia for you. <laughs> I love that. And, the, and that bridge that has shown up in movies. Like uh, the, there's a Marvel movie recently that escapes my name, but you can see that bridge at night with the American flag and Barron Stadium. And which Marvel movie was it? Mm, <laughs> asking the wrong crowd. I, I don't know. But but this is just another thing about Rome. They, mm-hmm. come, they make movies here. Um, so, okay. So is that the next, that's the next big thing? Yeah. That's the next big thing from a municipality, from a city-county standpoint. That, so, will, that will take a long time. Yes, yeah. yes. But in between Splost years, um, what TREAD has also done is we have built seven miles of mountain biking and hiking trail up at Jackson Hill, and then a mile at Blossom Hill, which is behind Jackson Hill. So I'm sorry. So that mountain biking, that's the place to go for that. Okay. Yes. Keep going. Or GE Trails, which is at the former GE facility out in West Rome. There's 11.1 mountain miles of mountain biking and hiking trail out there now, too. Right. Okay. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No. No, I didn't. <laughs> so, But I, I was trying to draw a distinction there between mountain biking and just recreational biking. Yeah, recreational, yes, and yeah. that's true. Yeah. And, and you're right. So the paved trails, typically we call them the multi-use paved trails. Yeah. And then you have the, herb, the off-road or wooded trails. So um, as we move forward... How are you, you've got the SPLOS stuff, but do you, do you need other sources of funding and do you need corporate support people? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We are 501c3. We're nonprofit. I mean, I'm the only, I'll, I'll say this time back to Hardy, um, Jimmy Byers, CEO of Hardy. Yes. <laughs> CEO and broker. Yes. Is a great friend of ours. The head honcho, big, big cheese in charge. And he really, you know, he asked the question a couple of years ago. He said, why does Tread not have a, an executive director? And we just had not gotten to that point financially because I was the volunteer board president for eight years. Um, you know, in addition to having a bike shop and having two kids and just life and some years we were more productive than others. Right. It just kind of depended. But, um, so he asked that question. And so really I'm actually, um, my position was partially funded because Jimmy Byers and Hardy saw fit that this is really needed. So they, they gave us some seed money for a, for an executive director salary. So that's the, that's also the Hardy tread tie in. And now we're neighbors. They're in our basement. Yes. We <laughs> love it. Yes. Yeah. Well, cause we're in the Hardy on broad space for, for our studio, but you guys are right. Right downstairs. Well, so um, this this offers us the opportunity to talk about Hardy Helps, which is y'all's big community outreach. What what was the genesis of that, and you know where does that come from? Because a lot of businesses just do business, yeah. But y'all do business and do community action. I think you know I was just talking with some agents about this yesterday. Um, Hardy just at its core, all independently, we just have a culture where our agents and our staff like to be involved and volunteer so hardy helps just kind of we pulled that together so we could actually volunteer and serve together we were all kind of on our own doing our own um, activities so once a month we'll focus on um, a project some of its donations some of its time um, and we just 
have a theme that month. And so we can spend time together and help the community while we all still do our own um, independent boards or service projects too. Well, yeah, because what's interesting about that is I, I guess at the core, you, you guys as, as real real estate people, you're all independent contractors, but yet right. you, you've developed a sense of community within Hardy, mm-hmm. you know, this teamwork. So how did that evolve? Is, is Jimmy just the, the force behind that? I think that I, we were... I think when you look at Hardy, a lot of us um, don't have a true generational real estate background. It's It was peers, so we all kind of came together because we were like-minded, and we did the same things and volunteered and thought that each other would be good for clients in the community. So I think Hardy's just kind of organically grown into this. And, yes, having Jimmy as um, yeah, the leader definitely is um, – it's a – top-down model for sure well and y'all what i love about it too from the outside is y'all are all altruistic right you're not doing the community service to be in the spotlight it's because y'all believe and this is what you do that's just kind of the people that y'all are right it's not forced when he said that about the seed money i was like oh my gosh jimmy's gonna cringe (laughs) because he's just he doesn't like no 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 i know i know right but it really i mean just and before hardy helps and before i came on um five or six years ago. I mean, it's just, it's been just what Hardy does. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and Hardy supports this podcast and, and Julie, to your point, you know, podcasts can be used for a variety of purposes, but we don't ever talk about, Hey, we've got a house for sale around the corner. They use this every month to celebrate, you know, nonprofits and things going on in the community and like you guys. So, I mean, this podcast is an extension of that as well. So we're thankful to them and we're thankful to them for the space uh, here at Hardy on Broad. What is, are you Rome native? You, uh, no, I grew up in Stone Mountain and actually came up here um, in the early 90s to go to Shorter College. And never left? Uh, left for a couple years, got married, moved back to Atlanta, realized that I don't want to sit in a cubicle and sit on 75 the rest of my life. And that was before kids and realized uh, we need something. I need a better quality of life. And so Trey, my husband, is a native Roman, but he's lived all over. And so we've we've decided that Rome is just a great, easy place and we love it. And so you were in the bike business? Yes, we own Cycle Therapy Bike Shop for 12 years. Okay, so that seems like a natural, we're like... Did you have a passion for outdoor walking and biking and all that yourself? Was that the was that the connection as you started finding your way moving toward trails? Toward trails, um, <laughs> s- sort of. I wish I could say yes, but I was in that stage of my life where it was just kids and the bike shop, and um, I had a passion for yes, you know, quality of life and and outdoors that would have come at a later time when I wasn't raising two children. Right. But, um, no, part of it is quite honestly, Trey came home one night, uh, when Blaine Williams was the County manager and he was the one to kind of push the, um, the grant for the Redmond trail project. And, um, so he was kind of part of the emphasis of impetus of getting tread started. And, uh, Trey came home one night and he said, well, you're, you're the president now of this new trail organization. So I was, I know it was a little bit like that. Um, Hail to the chief. Yes. Um, you know, but I love it. But honestly, some of my very favorite customers were those who needed their bikes. That was their transportation. Yeah. They were on the fringes of society. Um, and you know, so I'm a helper too by nature. And so it was just, how can we help these people and I, I loved most of our customers, but truly low. That's my eyes were kind of opened, really, of 
I have a flat tire. This is how I'm getting to work, right? And I'm riding the trails. And so, yes, the bike shop did sort of help propel me into seeing the need. Yeah, the need. Absolutely. Well, it's, um, do you, what kind of personal satisfaction do you get? Like, uh, if you're walking on the trail yourself or just riding, driving through town and you happen to glance over to see the trail and seeing people on it. Well, I mean, we take it for granted now, but that has to be so personally fulfilling for you. Okay. And this is kind of a cheesy story, but those walk and talks that we have, um, we're going to have one this Saturday. And on average, if it's a great week or a great uh, turnout, we'll have maybe between 50 and 60 people. And it's those moments that I'm walking on the trail and I'm seeing these people who are meeting each other. We're learning about nature from Owen Kenny. We're learning about health from Jimmy Douglas or whatever. And I kind of get a little like teary, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Pulling people together, connecting. connecting. Well, and uh, I'm fascinated now because we don't think as the trail system makes us think this way, like as the crow flies, as the trail system goes, yeah. because you mentioned, yeah, I guess you guys are downtown now and you could walk to work. So fast. So like, I, I guess I, I want, maybe want to tie you into real estate here. Will something like that and the economic development portion of it, will that help trans, um, what's the word I'm looking for? change downtown to more residential? I mean, I know we've got condos and everything, but can you see more of that growing down here eventually? I think that the Fifth Avenue development is a great example of, I mean, we're kind of downtown Broad Street itself is pretty um, occupied at all times for the residential that's here. So then next natural step was fifth avenue and so i think that the development that's coming there will be mixed use a lot of residential and i could be wrong but i think it could go i think those units will be snatched up people just want to be downtown people understand that um it's the quality of life and just the ease you realize you a lot of us live in a tight bubble um in a small radius of where we work play and live um but then we have our beautiful farms and things that um, we'll stay out on the outskirts. So, yeah, well, I and think people don't want to get in their cars, right? And yeah. so that's part of it. You know, to the West Third and Fifth is you can park your car and you can get everything that you need. And right. so, you know, Harry Brock, who's on the board, talks about I haven't, you know, been in my car for six months. It's called going car light, right? Because he's been able to use his legs or his bike to get everywhere he needs. Yeah. Well, that helps with the environment, right? And, so, right, we yeah. didn't even talk about the whole environmental <laughs> yeah. things, but yes. Um, and and it's it's we're a vibrant bustling town, but yet you can get anywhere pretty quickly, and so you don't realize. Uh, back to my crow flies, you just don't realize how close you actually are geographically. That it's not that far of a walk. Yeah. And the trail system I meets meets you. Yes. In the, and yes, I think people forget they have legs that they could walk. <laughs> I mean, real. And I'm guilty, y'all. Yeah. I mean, I, I really am. But I just. But it's nice to have that option, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how, other than doing this podcast occasionally, being a nonprofit, how do you market yourself? Is it just word of mouth and, and, or social media or radio interviews, whatever you can do? It's a lot of that. And I've had to really learn social media. Um, it's not my favorite, but I've realized that I can only do what I can do. And I'm sticking to Facebook and Instagram. So you're not out there TikTok dancing? No. And in fact, I was actually asked recently by American Trails to do a webinar on social media. And I thought, me, of all people, it's been such a strong struggle but finally I realized that you can't be everything to everybody and I'm just going to do this and try to do this well 
Um, but yeah, it's word of mouth. It's the walk and talk programmings. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That 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 brings people down there who may not have. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's just a nice little extension of what you guys do. Right, and then they'll market it for you once yeah. they experience it, and that's yeah. it. Then they pull people in. It's absolutely word of mouth. Um, we have a website. Um, I have I use constant contact for email marketing. People can be on my email. Um, we also have. Have you seen them? The um, Treadhead shirts. The the awesome custom tie-dye, tie-dye shirts yeah. so then that makes you a treadhead like deadhead treadhead um and so that just kind of is another you know way to market what we do yeah that's clever and and, and twilight on the trails fundraisers like yes, this one absolutely um there are still some tickets left for this um but also so in addition to scott thompson we'll have um a bar with beverages the varsity food truck will be there the varsity Oh, yes, Gold. yes. And I feel like all when I'm talking about this event, it's just food. So it's going to kind of be a pig out fest. But s'mores. Well, that's well, what I was well, like. There's well, s'mores. There's well, a new you, fire pit. Then, the city's built a fire pit. Then you can walk it off. Absolutely. You know, you, know, you, yes. you, you, you pig out and then you go walk the trail. It's true. Um, honey cream gelato is oh, providing a great. cinnamon gelato. Um, fried pies. Have y'all been to Burgers Market in Cartersville off 411? Fried yeah. apple pies. So oh, we're just going to eat and yeah. drink Sounds and perfect. listen to music. And we're just going to pray it doesn't rain. Uh, yeah. Well, so. you know, control what you can control. Right. Okay. That's November the 12th. Um, uh, Saturday, November 12th at the Historic Waterworks on Jackson Hill. You said there are some tickets available still? Yes, there are some tickets, and they can um, go to the TREAD website, treadroamfloyd.com, and find the ticket link there. And then just some logistics if people are interested. Um, We will be using the Roman trolley to get back and forth to the – um, to the top of the hill. So people will park at the Civic Center and then we'll, we'll trolley people back and forth. Okay, that's a good idea. Um, and some final thoughts, uh, maybe how other people can connect with you other than the website, social media, phone number, or what have you. Uh, anything um, else you want to get out there before we say goodbye? Well, my, my office is downstairs. I can't say I'm in there all the time. That's why the door says office hours, you know, yeah. by appointment. Um, but if, you know, I do get calls a lot. If people see things on the trail, you know, maybe aren't don't look right or have questions about i mean always call me but my number is 706-844-8509 yeah like what like what um <laughs> like i saw i did see a snake a long time ago don't uh, call about the snake. <laughs> no, I don't. But that just crossed no. and went on its way. <laughs> you know, I he's just, using the trails. Yeah, he was using the trails. He crossed over there at the at, at the Mount Berry one and uh, went on his merry way. Um. The one I can think about recently is when they when the city installed that bridge at the north end of Mount Berry, um, there was some barbed wire going across so people wouldn't – I understand why they did it, so people – but the barbed wire was kind of hard. It kind of blended in with the landscape. Oh. And so she called me, and uh, so I called the city of Rome, and so they came out and put some orange barrels. And so that's just – you know, that's just an example. But also I will tell you, though, um, I have gotten calls – for whatever reason, there was a period of time where dogs on along Mount Berry, people weren't picking up the dog waste. And so, you know, I can't do anything about that except to put out signage and just remind people to be a yeah. good neighbor. Yeah. yeah, just be a good neighbor. Pick up your trash. Don't don't trash at all, but, right. you know, and yeah. uh, take care of your pets yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, Michelle, with one L, any final thoughts from Hardy? I'm good. Just thank y'all both for everything y'all do. Well, and thank you for everything you do. Michelle with one L, mm-hmm. <laughs> as, a, as opposed to my little sister, Michelle with two L's. Uh, okay. Well, thank you so much. This has been great. You've been listening to the Hardy Realty Show here on Rome Business Radio. 
We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street in downtown Rome, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.